Hi, and welcome back to Visual Kabbalah Podcast. My name is Elisheva, and I am here with my dad asking a few questions about Pesach because there is a lot of knowledge to learn from the Seder, but what does Kabbalah say about the Seder that everyone seems to be missing? And what I want to start with is the essence of the Seder. So I am going to give the space now to my dad to share, according to Kabbalah, what is the essence of the Seder? The essence of the Seder, on a very broad picture, is the redemption of mankind. And everything that we do, we working toward that redemption. And the question is, when did it start? It started from the very beginning. When Adam Arishon was born and he made a, we think, allegedly, we're not sure, but we think that he made purposely sinned in order to rectify all kind, all kind of uh, souls and <clears throat> rectify, rectifying mankind has been always the priority of everybody because that's, that's what God wants. God is guiding, He's, He created mankind, He allowed it to sin, allowed evil to happen so that through the overcoming of evil, and rectifying everybody rectifying itself because we are not complete as an shama we're not complete because we don't know what evil is we don't know what is to earn a living nothing so we have to come here on earth to complete our to be completed only and in order to earn our existence so god created the world but he also guides it toward the final redemption and this idea of final redemption never lost on anybody. There are a lot of redeemers. Hitler wanted to be a redeemer. Napoleon, Putin today wants to be a redeemer, but all, everybody in his own way mm-hmm. and many times in the wrong way. Adam Arishon, we think he sinned because he wanted the 17 nations of the world that's going to come out that not going to receive the Torah. As, as you know, there are 17 nations. There's Israel that are being that's being uh, guided by God, and, but the nations, the 70 archetype nations, they are <clears throat> guided by angels. So there are only 70. Even though there are 195 nations on the in the UN, that's not archetype. There are, for example, Ukraine are Russians, and Russians are Ukrainians. So it's one nation, even though there are two two separate countries. Jews, Jews all over the world are one nation, though they live in different, they live in 150 countries. So there are 70 of them, and he failed because he wanted to rectify them because he knew that one day they're going to harm us and he wanted to rectify them, so it won't be so bad. He failed. And then came after him, Moshe. He brought in the Erev Rav, the mixed multitude by which we suffer till today in Israel. They are the one in the government, they are the leftists, they are the ones that run the police, the the bagats, everything. 
and Moshe also didn't succeed because they are here and they are they made the eagle, mm -hmm. and finally the third one that tried to rectify mankind was Moshe uh, Shlomo. He married a thousand women, said Aleph Lecha Shlomo. So he married a thousand women and Alamot and Mispar, and they had many, many concubines. He wanted to sleep with all a lot of women from all over the world, so they go back and and Judaism, everybody also also failed. That's that is the overall theme. Almost every holiday and everything that we do, but specifically in Passover, because Passover is associated with that very closely, because God told Abraham, uh, "I'm going to, and I'm going to enslave your children, and for for four hundred years, and and uh, and that's how Passover starts. That's the overall. The overall is to answer your question is redemption of mankind." Okay, so uh, because of we are receiving redemption of mankind, I want us to take us back a little bit. So you were saying that God told Avraham that he will be um, enslaving the Jewish people for 400 years. But why did we even go into slavery in the beginning? Right. Because, again, it has gone back to Adam Arishon mm -hmm. and... And over there we have King David says Bedim Ati Arsi Amse. He's crying every night and he's wet in his 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 pillow. Amse means to wet, and he's crying. But Amse is the acronym for the for the words Enosh, Mabul, Sdom, and the hey the end is Hapalga. These are the four generations that God brought. To and then they failed, and he kept bringing them again and again, and so this is what God wants to do. Because what did what did what did uh, what what did, what did uh, Abraham do? It's in order because the the goal is always to rectify mankind, and and David Amalek is saying that in Tehillim because David Amalek is the incarnation of. Adam. Adam gave King David 70 years. He was, about, he was supposed to die, and then he gave him 70 years. And Adam is King David. That's why David is the Mashiach, because David is, is Adam Arishon. But for me, I didn't really understand why, but why did we go into slavery in the first place? Like, I understand the story that uh, Yosef and Yaakov, they were down in Mitzrayim because of the famine. And and then there was a new paro who was seeing that the, the increase of the Jewish nation in Egypt and decided to enslave them. So, so that's, that's just, an ex that's just the, the excuse to bring all these four generations to suffer midah and midah. So the Tower of Babel, what did they do? They used brick and mortar, right? Mm -hmm. So what did they do? What did we do in Egypt? Brick and mortar. Uh, the, the generation of the flood, they, they used to spill their, their sperms into the water. So what did they do in Egypt? Pharaoh threw their babies to the water. 
So we came to Egypt to rectify the sins of those four generations. So those are so those are the we went into Egypt to rectify the sins, the wrongdoings of the people who who were before us. Right, they were always before us, yes. And we are them. We are the, 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 flood, the generation of the flood. We are the generation of Sodom and Gomorrah. We are the generation of the Enosh that were rebelling against God. And Hamabu, Hampalga, which is built the, the tower. So if you can see the sins that they have done, they were punished in Egypt, measure for measure, with those sins. The same thing exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how it has to be. What, what is justice? Somebody steals from somebody $20, he's going to have to lose $20 in some fashion. And so here I'm looking on the Excel chart that you have on visualkabbalah.com. And the first thing that sort of stands out to me is Pesach. And then under it, it says, it says Pesach. So what does that mean? Um, Pe means, means mouth, and sach means to tell. Sach means mata masiach. What are you What are you saying? So it's about telling, telling the story. Passover is about also telling this. You have to tell them. Why are we Why are we just a question that you just asked? Why are we, Why did we go to slavery? That's the first thing that people should ask. What did we do? So if you don't tell, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And who do you tell? You tell the next generation. So why? So they know to continue in the mission of what? Redemption of mankind. Mm-hmm. So we went into slavery to slavery because of the sins and the wrongdoings that we did in previous generations. And even today, we are still those people reincarnated, right? Exactly. And God gave us a chance to rectify. In other words, recti- uh, reincarnation is uh, some kind of a merciful act on God that says, okay, you didn't do very well, okay, you'll come back. Mm-hmm. And see if you can fix yourself because yeah, the, the soul is not complete unless it goes through the physical world and succeeds in the physical world. Because in the spiritual world, there's nothing to do. There is no food, there is no mortgage to pay, there is nothing. You, you receive from God, receive, receive, but you don't earn it. So it's not yours. You have what's called the bread of shame. Mm. So the, the soul has said, okay, how, how do I earn it? Well, I have a mission for you. Go to earth, become Putin. Okay, I'll take it. Become Hitler, become this, become that. So, but the process don't, you know, there are rules that you don't, that you should not make, you should not harm people unnecessarily. And that's what happened. People who choose to do evil, they overdo it, like Pharaoh, Putin, Hitler, Stalin, Mussolini, all the all these dictators, they are overdoing it. As you can see right now in the war in, uh, with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So so that's why we were given this like second chance. And when we ask why we were in slavery, it's because of the is is for the sins and now we are here to redeem. And that is where Pesach, where we can see it like a secret is Pe means mouth and Sach means to tell. So I also have another question for you. There is a lot of people who pretty much observe the holiday where they say, I won't eat chametz 
which is bread. I won't eat any bread and I'll do the Seder. But here you are also saying instead of observing, you want to absorb. What is this concept of absorbing a light during a holiday? So, good. The idea is if you absorb the light, you'll be able to do a better job. It's just like if you want to work in a bank, you go to college and learn about banking. Mm -hmm. Same thing over here. You have to go through the steps of absorbing the light, not observing, but absorb. Because every holiday, a light comes down that allows for that thing to happen. In Passover, is the light of receiving mochin, receiving intelligence. So if you go through all the steps properly, the 11 steps that we going to talk about, that those steps allow you to receive the mochin so you can continue with the journey of redemption. So you want to absorb the light of Passover. In Purim, there's a certain, another light that defeats evil. You want to absorb that light because you're going to have to fight evil. Mm-hmm. You want to lift up the sparks. Each holiday has a certain light. In, in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, it's about... It's about it's about uh, repentance, right? So every holiday is about a certain light that comes in and it's up to you to partake it and act accordingly or just go through the motions and not know what you're doing. It's just you think it's a, it's a nice time to have a meal or springtime, but you person missed the point. So you're saying that there is more to just going and doing the Seder, but actually there's a light that's descending and it's giving us mochin. What is mochin for someone who mochin doesn't know what that is? Mochin is intelligence. In, in order, what do you need intelligence? In order to understand godliness, in other words, to understand redemption. A person can be a slave. What is, what's a slave? He doesn't have mochin. Why? He cannot talk. That's why Pesach. We're going to talk. We're going to do the opposite. Slave is not allowed to talk. Just like in the army. The, the army is allowed to talk. He's not allowed to. He's supposed to follow command. Charge. Mm-hmm. Fire. That's it. So a slave is not allowed to talk. He has no mochin. If he's not allowed to talk and ask questions, he doesn't have a mochin. How does a person get mochin? By doing what you're doing exactly right now. You're asking the questions. And you, what? Gain mochin. You go to college. It's the same thing. You get in mochin. When you have mochin, then you can understand the lokut. So people can come out of slavery and still have, be a slave because they have no mochin. We got lucky. We got, on Passover, we got a huge amount of mochin. And, and which allowed us to come out of Egypt. And later on, we had to go and earn that mochin through the Omer for the nine days and restore the mochin that dissipated after the first day of Passover. That is in a nutshell what Passover is. Gedil mochin in the way that's not common. In other words, usually how does the person get mochin? He's born, he's a baby, he's grow up and he gets first grade, second grade, third grade, until college and he gets a lot of mochin. In Passover it's the opposite. First of all, we got the mochin so we can get out of Egypt, go to Mount Sinai, get the Torah, and now because it was not ours, now we're going to have to earn it through the observing of the Torah and mitzvot and do the honor of the 49 days to restore the mochin that we lost. 
What is where does the word mochina come from? Is it Hebrew or Aramaic? Aramaic. Mochina is Aramaic, but it moach means what? Brain. So essentially, during Pesach, we gain mochin, which is intelligence. It's an Aramaic word, and it relates to moach, which means brain. And this is what we can, which is like the reason, the purpose of Pesach is to absorb this intelligence so that we can understand godliness. Right, but mochin is plural. Mm. So the question is, why are they plural? Because it's mochin from Abba, Mochin from Ima. You have two types of Mochin, a person. That's why it is a tragedy when people don't grow up with a father and a mother. They only get one type of Mochin and they have, a, have issues. But if a person grows up in a family that has a father and a mother, then he has the complete Mochin. So people who are who, who marry another man or women marry another woman, they're missing, they're missing the mochin, whoever child they, they, they adopt, okay? And that, that child is going to be lacking either the father's mochin or the mother's mochin. Mm-hmm. And then he's not going to be, he's going to be deficient, deficient. So the mochin is from Abba is different, and the mochin from Abba is different. That's why we have wine and we have the matzah. The matzah is mochin from Abba when we eat the matzah, and the wine is mochin from Ima. We eat both. Mm-hmm. So both of them together make like a, a complete, a complete cycle. Person, the a person cl- is complete. Mm-hmm. He has, he, of course, the, the, the intelligence of the mother is different. He, with her, he learns to be sensitive and loving and caring, and and from the father, he learns to 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 be, have discipline and go to work, right? So so the mochin is. Is from from uh, Abba and Ima, and that makes them a complete person. Yes, it, it makes them. It makes them. That's what we have to. That's why we are. That's the reason why we have to honor our fathers and mothers because they give us mochin. Imagine everything that you know. From where? Where did it come from? From your parents. But the person doesn't have a parent. He gets no mochin. He gets a mochin of the street. So it's not the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the mochin, which is intelligence, and it has levels, can up to to become godly intelligence. That's how holy you are. But, but all the mochin you get from the parents, and then later on, it, it allows you to acquire more mochin mm-hmm. because the parents die eventually. So, how do you continue? Because you got this initial endowment of mochin from the parents, and now you can continue to add mochin, and that's all we do in life. We constantly educate. That's why the Jew is smart. Why is he so smart? Because he constantly learning. He doesn't stop learning until the day he dies. Always learn. Always learn. Always learn. Always add mochin. When a person starts learning, he starts dying. When the person stops learning, he starts dying. Right. Wow, it's very, it's very important. And is learning. You learn, you're alive. Mm-hmm. As long as you're learning, you continue. You are able to learn. You have a reason to exist. The person stops learning. There's no reason for him to exist. All he does is pursue ta'avot. 
desires. Desires go to this trip, you know, people before they 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 retire, they think, oh, it's time to retire, to do nothing, and let's we take this trip, go to Alaska, go to Florida, go here, go there. Where the matter is, they are making a big mistake. They are stopped learning. They are not mochin. Nobody needs them. What are you going to do, Walamaba? You need mochin to understand the locals. Why going to have Walamaba? They have the mochin. So they only have this olam. And that's why they act as if they only have this olam. Because they know I don't have olam abba, so they use the olam for all the pleasure they can get. Mm-hmm. And also, people who don't learn Torah, same thing. They f- pursue pleasures. What else they can do? They don't learn. So that's why, teach your kid, teach them this thing, to want to acquire mochin. And the more you acquire mochin, the more you want to acquire. That's what's good about mochin. That's how mm-hmm. you know you're on the right path. You never have enough. Mm-hmm. Because the mochin are infinite. Mm-hmm. The ultimate infinite, a mochin is the, the infinity of, of uh, the wisdom of God. And that's why we call that mochin, we call them chokhmah, and of the of the Father, and the and the, the sira chokhmah, Abba, and the mochin of Ima, we call, we call them bina. I definitely resonate with that where sometimes I feel like I absolutely am not learning enough. Like I find myself that I'm learning, but it's like it could be so much more. And then then I'm realizing all my time can be, you know, really needs to designate time to learning. Um, it, it definitely is very important to the spiritual growth, the soul's growth. And um, and I also feel like in the past like a few months, we've been going on a journey I see here in the charts that that we've been going on a journey from starting in Shovavim, like our whole soul has been going on a journey of of going to maybe like we're growing in a way. Like we have Shovavim, Tubishvat, Purim, and now we're having Pesach, Berkata uh, Ha'elanot, and Shabbat HaGadol. So what is this process if we are going to zoom out into these different holidays this different light that descends what is going on on a spiritual level deep down like ever past the pshat of what is going on on a spiritual level and what is this order like this order is no coincidence but there is something huge that that we can attain with these holidays, starting from Shovavim to Vishvat, and now we're going into Pesach. So, right. Okay, so we did the same thing we did for Hashanah Yom Kippur. We started out with with uh, with Elul, mm-hmm. and then we went for Hashanah, and then went to the the days in between, and then Yom Kippurim, then we started Sukkot and Hashanah Rabbah, and then Simchat Torah. Right, we we're through a process. Why? That was the process of them of 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 uh, of um, we were in judgment, Super. and now we want to earn another year. And we did all the process of tshuva and cleansing, so we can get another year and a good year. So that's that's one part of the of the holidays, which is a that's why all the holidays are coming one next to the other. As you can see already, the holidays come one another. You have Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, you have you have Hashanah Rabbi. They come right after the other because it's all one process. Mm-hmm. Same thing over here in Passover. They come right after they come right after they start with Shovavim. Why? Because Shovavim is to 
remove, is to lift up all the sparks that fell into the klipa. Well, what does it remind you? The sparks that fell into the klipa by the Dorot Amse, right? Amse. Well, I'm going to stop you there for a second. What is the klipa? For someone who has no idea what you're talking about. When somebody sees, what does happen? He sees. What happens? It has the, a spark of God. What does God have? Only one thing. Sparks. Does he have anything more than sparks? Or does he need anything more than sparks? It's like the energy mm-hmm. is the soul. He does not need the Cadillac. He does not need a home. He does not need a blanket. Sparks. So when a person sees, he calls the spark of God to fall into the into into the evil forces. Klippa is the evil forces that sustains them. And the evil forces are manifested via people. Pharaoh was an evil force. Putin is an evil force. The Russian army is an evil force. They are attacking innocent people. So when people sin, the spark caused them to fall into the evil forces. That's what sustained the evil forces. And now it's our job to lift the spark. So literally when a person spills his sperm, literally takes the sperm, which is godly, uh, there's a, a godly neshama into that sperm, and it goes right to the to the drain, right to 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 the toilet, to this wherever it spills it. And what happened? That's the klipa. It's no longer in the kedusha. Kedusha is when when it is within a human being. Okay, so who gets it? The klipa. Mm-hmm. So the klipa is the evil forces that manifest in people, and we have to fight the klipa in order. And we have to rescue the, the, the sparks that fall into the klippa. Sin means f- cause the sparks of God to fall into the klippa. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have like Shovavim, where we're lifting up the sparks that fell into the evil forces, into the klippa, and then we go into Tubishvat. Right. But those are the, the Shovavim, because these are... The fastest way to cause the, the, the sparks to fall to the klipa is, is when you literally give it to them. When a, when a person sleeps with the Goya, he gives his sperms to a Goya to the klipa. When a person spills his beans, his, his sperms, he, he literally immediately gives it to the klipa. When he sleeps with a married woman, he gives it to the klipa. When he has homosexual act, sleeps to the klipa. Abortion to the klipa, right? How mm-hmm. uh, transgender straight to the klipa. So that's why we have to start with that. With the we start with shovavim. Shovavim starts in Pasha Shemot. What's in Shemot? That's when the slavery starts. Mm-hmm. See how it has disconnected, and pretty soon we have Exodus, because we have lifted up through four hundred years of slavery. The all the sparks from the klipa we paid, we paid back through all the sins, now we can go and get mochin, now we can get in other words, the most important and significant aspect of a, a man and a woman is the guardian of the sexuality because that's where the, that's where everything is that's what causes the, the sperm to fall to the klipa a person is not guarding his genital he doesn't, he's loose with, 
with his sexuality, he can never achieve anything. So Hashem li re'av. So without without God, that's the fall of mankind. What happened? People in the White House, uh, mm. everywhere. The, the downfall is from where? From from affairs. <laughs> they always always the, the the you know Kennedy. What happened to him? He he had uh, Marilyn Monroe in the, in the White House. What happened to him? He got assassinated. You know. And uh, what, what happens? And everybody is uh, ultimately is look at uh, America. How, how, uh, the 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 uh, governor of of of, of uh, fell from from grace because he abused women. So it's always it's always a sexual act that ultimately destroys a person. Mm-hmm. So, and now that we are entering Pesach this week, there was a very powerful Shabbat, the previous Shabbat, called Shabbat HaGadol. Yes. What is that? Shabbat HaGadol is called HaGadol, mm. the great one. Because what's so great about it? Because that was the last Sabbath that were in Egypt and was the 10th of Nisan. And five days later, we left. And was so great because we went to Egypt for to to do what to rectify those sins of those four of those of those four generations. We succeeded. That's why it is Gadol. In other words, we were able to 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 uh, to rectify. It. The mission was accomplished, which is. That we went over there because we did all with all those sins from the four generations. We did that. That's why it is so gadol. Now we can go to the next step. Without Shabbat Gadol, we cannot go. So Shabbat Gadol is gave us is 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 given us a, how and how do we succeeded <clears throat> because <clears throat> we're no longer slaves. Mm-hmm. So we know that we succeeded because we were no longer... We can leave. And not only that. On that day, we burned the God of Egypt, which is the Lamb. They were worshipping the Lamb, right? So we we and we got the, the first commandment, burned the Lamb, and we were, were not afraid. Can you imagine? You're a slave burning... The God of the whole nation. Hmm. That means we have. That means we are without sin. We have rectified all the sins that we have done with the four generations of Amse, and now every year it is an opportunity for us to do tshuva, to repent and do tshuva. It is a great time for that. That's what now is Shabbat Agadol. And people in Shabbat Agadol should spend time reflecting to do tshuva. That's the most important thing. It says in the Haftarah of that parasha, it says, Shuvu elai alechem. Repent. In Malachi. Repent. And then I'll come to me and I'll come to you. And it's called, in, in, Simpa, in Haftarah, it says, the great day. Well, great day, great, great Shabbat, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we said that we said that over there. So so Shabbat Gadol is 
immediately before Passover, and it was the first Shabbat in, in Egypt that we were free. We destroyed their God, were able to leave Egypt, and the Aftarah is a testimony to that, to the Shabbat Agadol. So Shabbat Agadol is, we connect to Bina. Bina means what? We are, it's like Yom Kippurim. Yom Kippurim is also Bina. We can, we have, we have achieved our, our repentance. If you are, if you achieve repentance in Yom Kippurim, then you're going to have a good year because that means that you have done all the steps that you were supposed to do. So in Egypt on Shabbat Agadol, the last Shabbat, it reached the level of Tshuva to the point that they were able to burn the God of Egypt and put slavery and, uh, and, pass, and pass sins behind them and move forward to receive the Mochim, the Torah. That's what Shabbat Agadol is. It's like, like Yom Kippurim, successful Yom Kippurim. Shabbat Agadol is the early opportunity to do tshuva, to repent, clean the slate, and continue with the journey towards Passover. What's Passover? We're going to lift all those, we'll get all those mochin. You can't go to mochin if a person is sinful. Mm-hmm. So in Shabbat HaGadol, we are, we are repenting, we are, it's the Shabbat before, it's the Shabbat where we actually became free from slavery. Right, so now we free ourselves from sin by repenting our sins. In fact, I, I learned somewhere, maybe 10 years ago, I just don't remember the source, but I'm quite sure, almost 99.99% sure that on Shabbat HaGadol, they, they give a, a big a big speech to the rabbi. In fact, the rabbis are being hired only for that, to for Shabbat HaGadol, to give a, 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 a drasha, to give a speech. And, and, and I learned, I cannot tell you, I remember from where, that you suppose the rabbi is supposed to talk about this kind of ideas of 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 uh, of, of uh, spirituality, not to teach halacha, not to teach any of that. Specifically, is to arouse the hearts for tshuva. That's what I learned, but I don't remember where. It definitely. That's how important, how important Shabbat Agadol is the preparation. So the whole thing about our work is there was always a preparation. Remember, we did the preparation before we came to Shabbat Agador. We already did Shavavim, mm-hmm. which we lift out the spark to Bishvat. We did more lifting of the spark from the trees, pouring. It's a dress rehearsal where we, where we defeated the Klippa, Haman, and Birkat Elanot, which uh, we blessed the trees. And then, and to Bishvat is when we took off our character. We learned about the character. Characters and then Shabbat Agadol. Finally, number five is to connect to Bina to the Tshuva, so we can move on to receive the Mochin in Passover. And now, now we come to Passover, we're going to receive a lot of Mochin the first night, like we did in Egypt. And then after the first night, the Mochin is going to disappear, and have to bring them back day by day slowly. That's why the Omer. That's why we count the Omer every day. We count. We bring another piece of the mochin until Shavuot, 49 days, and we clean ourselves, seven weeks, okay? Which at the same time, the Shekhinah also has been, been cleansed, like a woman that waits seven days before, uh, she, seven weeks, seven days before she has relations, same thing. And then we go to Mikvah on, 
uh, the uh, uh, the morning of uh, of Shavuot, and then we have this zivug, and zivug will bring bring will bring the the, the abundance. Mm-hmm. So this is all like a whole process that we're we're going through on a very deep spiritual level, and with the, with this understanding, it's elevating that process that that we're not just doing things without understanding here you're giving the true explanation of why we're doing what we're doing and what does it mean spiritually and right. and before we and, yes can and, and the steps we go we go after Shabbat Agadol, we do passover we got the mochim okay now the seventh of passover the spirit of the sea we have the, what's so unique about that? The heavens open on that day, and now we can ask anything we want. We are up in the middle of the night, and we go to the synagogue. We open the ark, and we can we do the 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 tikkun lel We do the the tikkun. We recite as Yashir Moshe and other songs, and we, that's the time that the heavens are open. When is that? That is on the seventh day. Mm. of Passover. That's when the sea split. So the, the sea split in the middle of the night and that's when we, we and it's all written in the, uh, in, the, uh, in, the in, in our Passover thing that's in the over, on visual that comes. So that's the seventh day is when the sea splits and we want to partake of that, that because that's a big miracle. And that's when we leave Egypt. Now we really have no no slavery anymore. Now we now we're really free, and now we are ready to go, to go and start and 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 continue our journey for the Omer, and then we have Lagba Omer, which Rabbi Shimon revealed the Zohar for us. That's why we celebrate it. Then we have the forty-one of the Omer, which is the Ramchal, which taught us about how to defeat evil, and then. Finally, we go to Shavuot, receive the ultimate mochim, the Torah, that's the ultimate mochim. And when do we... The next day, day, just to finish, the next day we wake up after we learn all night and we dive in and we pray. Then after the shachrit, we go and have a meal immediately. That's called to rectify, always there is like that, to rectify the outwardliness, what's called the chitzoniyut. So all the work that we have done is pneumute, mm. but also it's on youth, the outward. In other words, you have a car, mm. now the car will be shining, beautiful, clean from the outside and inside. Mm, that's really beautiful. Um, definitely right now, before Pesach, people are also cleaning their cars. So now it's like a really, that was a great uh, way to to bring everything together. Like we are doing the inner work right now and then we're going to be, um, radiating from the also the outside that work, um, and that's the key. Because why? Because the outside reveals the inside. The radiation of the outside tells you what's inside you. Because what's radiation? Light from the inside. It's called from what's panim? Panim means inside. And in the face of the person, he can go into the mirror and look at his face. Does he see light? Or does it see dark or in between? So how much work we have done, how much we have effort we have spent is reflected in our face. Those who enter all day long have a different face. 
than those who learn no Torah or a Goy or uh, something else. The, the, the face will reveal to us the Chitzoniut. That's why it's important, the Chitzoniut, because that gives us the clue how well we have done. And before we bring everything together, I wanted to touch upon the Seder plate and how does it connect to the 10th Sfirot? And tell me, what are the Sfirot for those who may not know and this is the first time they are hearing the word Sfirah? Okay, Sfirot are the, the attributes by which God deals with mankind. God created mankind. How is he going to deal with them? So he deals with them with the Sfirot, the Ten Sfirot. And the Ten Sfirot are in the, the body of the person. So so the uh, the Keter is the head, at the top of the head, outside. That's where from the Shefa comes from, like like a hat, if you wish. The crown. Which is like a crown, yeah. That's what Keter is. And that's where the Shefa comes, to, from which we pull the, the abundance from heaven from above. Then we have the sphere of Chokhmah, which is wisdom. And then we have, that's Matzah number one. Then we have Bina, understanding, Matzah number two. And then we have Dad, which is Matzah number three, knowledge. And then we have the Chesed, Sira Chesed, which is loving kindness. That's the shank bone. And then we have the Gvura, the egg, which is judgment. And then we have the Tiferet, horseradish, which is beauty, the Sira beauty. Then we have Netzach, the seventh Sira Haroset, the mortar, like we had in Egypt, which is eternity. Then we have Hod, which is number eight, parsley, splendor. And then we have Yesod, the Sira of Yesod, which is genital, which everything stands on that, the entire structure. And that's Romaine lettuce. And finally, we have the the Kara itself, the plate, which has nothing of her own, only what you put on her. That's why it's called Malchut. And that's why she is Malchut. And what queen. is Mal- uh, Malchut? is queen. Queen. is the female aspect of God, yeah. That's the one that receives the Shefa and gives it to us. Just like a wife receives the money from the husband, he goes to work and brings money, she goes to the groceries, she makes a meal. So the Seder play... Um, connects to all the ten sfirot and and what is that? What does that mean that there's all these like ten sfirot on the seder plate? And how does that does that offer us anything? Does it give us any benefits? We give yeah, we, the, it gives us the the sfirot. We give us the wisdom, the understanding, the kindness. They give us all those things by which God deals with us. I, and the animal doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. So. The ten sfirot that we put on our seder, like that, that we have present during the seder, is coming from the seder plate, and that emanates energy. Like through this, like we are able to absorb even more mochin, even more intelligence, through having a proper filled seder plate. The seder plate is the physical manifestation of the sfirot. Mm. The Seder plate is the physical manifestation of the Sfirot. So now we're turning the the spiritual part into into action, where we are consolidating it. 
right? So why is it like that? Because that way anybody can connect to them. Anybody can have six, ten different, three matzah, wine, and and then shank bone and egg and this. Anybody can do that. That's not. You don't have to go to college for that. And yet, with that, you are connecting to the to 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 the godliness. Mm-hmm. So it's a very simple way to 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 if you do it the proper way. If you have this machshava, this thinking, you know that that uh, horseradish is different. But if you don't know that, if you just have horseradish, well, then donkey was also have so he can eat horseradish. Does it mean that he knows what he's doing? Just like the Zohar said, you put a talit, you know, a shawl by which we dive in on on a donkey. Does he think it's a talit? No, he thinks it's mardea. I think it's a saddle. Hmm. So, but we're human. To us, if we, if we have the shank bone, that means kindness. So, so that's one way anybody can connect with the ten heroes, to the forces by God communicates with his creation. What else? Can, what else? What then? Now, now you have you have you have an eight hundred line. All you have to do is just press ten buttons on your iPhone, connected to God. That's the same thing as having an iPhone. They, they, what? How many? How many? How many? How many keys in the iPhone? Ten, right? When you dial, there's one through ten, zero mm. through ten. So same thing over here. It's a, this is your dialing godliness. I like that. So the Seder plate is the way that we're dialing and channeling and manifesting that the holy god godliness energy on our plate, on our table. And before we... It is interesting. It is interesting. It's just 10. Like 10, the 10. There are 10 digits, right? That's it. There's no more. There's 10. That's it. 1, 2, 3, 4, 10. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then we... So same thing. As you can see, there are 10 fingers. Why? Same thing. And, and the sirot corresponds to the body. The wisdom is right brain. Uh, Bina is the left brain. And then the body is the tiferet. The right arm is is Chesed, the left arm is Gvura, and then Netzach Vehod are the right leg, the left leg, and then the genital is Yesod, and finally the queen is what receives. Okay? So that's the same thing. So now, now you answer what Tzalem means. So everything in life has tense everything. There's always the brain and the body. The brain has one, two, three, and the body has the body parts and um when do we start counting the omer is it the day after the seder yeah the th- we do the seder tonight tomorrow we start the omer okay so we, we so we have this seder that's on are we doing the seder on friday night friday night friday night and then, so saturday night will be the first day of the omer mm-hmm Wow, that's a very special Shabbat. Yeah. And uh, wow, so this was an, an incredible class. I definitely know I've learned a lot. And uh, you definitely gave really great kavano to the intentions of why we're having this Seder play. And we went through this incredible journey of understanding Pesach on such a deep level that that basically just elevates the whole experience. So before we finish, is there anything that you would like to add? Yes, I'd like to add the word Haggadah. Mm. Why is it called Haggadah? Haggadah. It could, it could have said 
מגילת אסתר, why הגדה? Because הגדה comes from the word gid, gid is a sinew. What does the sinew do? It pulls, the, it pulls a light from above. Like in the human body, it, it's like from which it, it, it transmits, it transmits signals, right? From, uh, with the sinus, that's how the human body is. So Haggadah, when we do the Haggadah properly, we tell all, everything that's in the Haggadah and go through all the motion, we are pulling the light, the tense firot, we're pulling the mochin into us and we impart them to, uh, to our children. That's what it says, Vehigata levanecha. Tell him what? Higadeta. Bring him mochim. If he has mochim, he'll succeed, he'll grow up to understand what is godliness. He has olam haba. When the mochim stops, that's where everything stops. There's nothing. There's no future. Future is only when you have mochim. That's why we have the Israel as the, the startup state. Why? Why is it so vibrant and everything? Constantly pulling mochin, 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 constantly. That's the key to success in life. Seek mochin, bring mochin, participate in the seder to draw mochin, and do the omer, do the sfirah every week, but not women. Women are not supposed to count because oh, who are we counting for? For the shechina to get the mochin, because... Okay, so we, so we, sh- women are, ex- they don't need to. It's just like, uh, they don't up, stay up also all night on, on Shavuot mm-hmm. either. But can they, count, uh, can they count on the Omer if they want to? If they want to, they can, but they really should not. Because it's, it's, the, it's, the, man, it's the man that's supposed to draw this mochin. And give it to her. I'm going. I'm going to count. I'm going to bring something and give it to you. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to count. Okay. So everything that we'll talk about, like Shavuot and counting the Omer, I think we'll get to that in a few more episodes. But the idea is that what I think is the Haggadah is to limshoch, mm-hmm. like the gid limshoch the mochin. Everything is about uh, come to the seder. You already have, when you start the seder, you already get a huge amount of mochin that night. That's what allows us to leave Egypt. So the seder is, what is Passover in a nutshell? We got an infusion of light from, from God to take us out of Egypt because we served our time slavery for 400 years. And now we got this huge mochin that slaves usually don't get. And now we're going to come out of Egypt. That's what the seder is. When we do, the, when we, the four cups of wine and the matzot, we bring the mochim for Abba Ve'ima, but we got them for free. So how are we going to earn it? Omer. Mm, so, so that really brings everything together and the gidim are tenant, tenants in the body. Yes. Just like they, 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 they draw a, a signal, a, a light, same thing. The Agada is, is like the sign that draws this constantly through all kinds of ways, draw the light from 
So the more you tell about the Haggadah, Kolamar Be, Lesaper Harazem, Meshubach. Why? Because he's drawing more, more light, more mochiv. Wow. So with that, I wish everyone a very happy Passover. May you really draw down that mochin, that light, and may you know the intentions, the kavanot of the Seder plate, and you will find all of this information. You can find it on visualkabbalah.com, and you go into the main menu, and you can see for holidays, and you will see Pesach, a file on Pesach, and this will have all the information in English um, available for you to learn. You can print it out and really teach also the people who are with you at your Seder about why we're doing what we're doing and elevate your experience. So the, to, to finalize, the Seder is the fact that there was is Seder. There was mm. the opposite of Seder. The Seder is that you earn mochin in stages. Start with baby, growing up, growing up, growing up, growing up. No, Passover, the opposite. <laughs> you get mochil first, and later on. So that's what's so unique about Passover. You go, Passover allows you to receive an infusion of mochil just by doing the, the simple the simple seder and the plate. And then now, it will disappear the next day, and that's why we start the mochil, the mm. counting the next day. So it's going backwards. That's uh, that's really Iseder and Sedera. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, sorry, it, it makes a lot of sense the way that you broke it down. Um, yeah, it, it was necessary to be like that. Otherwise, person can come out of slavery, but you're still a slave. What does he know? He does know nothing because actually now he was not allowed to talk. Pesach, he was not allowed. Now he can talk, but uh, he doesn't know anything. So God made this miracle for us he gave us this tremendous infusion of that light he said there the opposite of the seder and you say okay you're no longer a slave you are now so smart that even if a maid servant what she saw on in kriyat yamsuf in the spirit of the sea Yechaskel ben buzi the greatest prophet did not see she saw ah that's God. A servant maid, imagine. But why? Because you got a lot of mochin. So you want, you want to understand God? Then the, just mm -hmm. absorb mochin into you. Mm -hmm. Absorb. So that's the essence of today's episode is definitely, is definitely to absorb the light of Pesach that's coming down Um and knowing why we went into slavery and how it connects to us and knowing and connecting to the 10 spheroids of the Seder plate. And um, wow, thank and you. All, all of that is preparation mm. for ultimately for Kabbalah Torah. The ultimate mochin for mankind is the Torah. Nothing greater than that. If you live by the Torah, you draw more mochin and you constantly connect it to mochin. And that's what we learn Torah all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So thank you for today's episode. I definitely feel that I've gained a lot of mochin from this. So thank you for teaching me, teaching us, our listeners about Pesach. And uh, until next time, we hope to do another episode 
that talks way more about the Omer and Shavuot. So stay tuned and until then, happy holidays, happy Pesach, and may you elevate your experience in bringing down more mochin and sending this message out to more people so they understand the essence of why they're doing what they're doing this holiday. <laughs> Thank you. So, yes, uh, have a happy holiday. Thank you for listening.